be found in your past, past life that is, get ready to dive deep into my confidential files and discover the what, whys and hows of recalling past lives. Like magic, LifeMap reveals secrets that most people will never ever discover in this life or the next for healing, self-awareness, personal development and well-being. I'm Tony Riley, Australia's number one regression specialist. Isn't it time to look into your life map? This show is all about being life mission six, the balancers. Tanya's joining me to discuss the Life Mission 6 energy. She knows a lot about this because her Super Wonder 33 Life Mission reduces to a 6. So she has some strong elements of this energy within her. Now, me, I am personally very familiar with this energy. My eldest daughter, Bibi, is on this mission and so is her dad. I was together with her dad for 16 years. He's the father of my three kids. Honestly, it makes me quite sad to know that I did not understand his depth. I knew it was there, but I didn't know exactly and how much the breakdown of family is amplified for a Life Mission 6 person. And I feel really guilty for breaking the family, or I did feel it. It plagued me for years. Anyway, for Life Mission 6, family is the ultimate glue. So when it deteriorates, it's really hard. But family can be extended. It's not just the love relationships. They're about being together, part of something, and love to be included. And basically, they're peacemakers. If things aren't in balance emotionally, then they struggle. Let me talk in the second person for this next assimilation. So number six, we call the harmonizer. They or you excel in roles where you can express your creativity. Acutely temperate, you excel as a healer on stage, singing or acting. Your mission is to master balance and harmony. So you're You're here to be of service to the community and you'll be pushed to overcome the tendency to sacrifice yourself by taking on too much responsibility because this depletes your energy and it leads to burnout. You have to learn to balance high expectations of yourself and perfectionism and your challenge is to value yourself. Romance and relationships will feature in life as love is vitally important to you. Have a listen to Tanya and I banter on now. About life mission six. Life mission number six, the harmonizer. Yes. Tan, you're kind of a number six because you're actually number 336, or we call it Super Wonder 33, but we'll cover that in another episode where we talk about the 33. But so what this one is is about number six, the mm-hmm. harmonizer. So what's their biggest overall, what's the life mission six here about? Is it balance and harmony? Balance and harmony. Um, it's also about um, acceptance mm-hmm. of oneself because the six is actually quite a hard number, mm-hmm. I think, mm-hmm. in the sense that um, it's all about perfection yes. for a six. So if things don't look 
um, a certain way, it, you can actually feel quite down on yourself. So whether you present yourself a certain way, whether your house is a certain way, um, it, it's all that sort of thing. So they, um, the number six energy that I notice is they're very mm, they're nurturing. Well, they're very nurturing. They're loving and they are people family. pleasing. Yes. So they're all about family. Family. Um, and they're usually not not the people that want to rock the boat and make anyone uncomfortable. I'm not saying that they can't be assertive. They can, but most important to them is that, and that's when we say balance and harmony, it's about that ideally for them, both internally, that everything's feeling pretty smooth and that's the challenge to keep it that way. Tone. Did you just realize that when you asked me about that number, because being a six, mm. where did I go straight away? To the negative <laughs> side of the balance of, you know, what sixes can be in their, um, and they, they worry about all these things, you see? If we talk about the quintessential worry, uh, mm. six, the six energy from my observation, does depict a worrying person in that, if we could define worrying, worrying would be where you're uh, weighing up the options. That can be worrying. It's like, should I, shouldn't I? Uh, what if I did this instead of that? But I did do this. What if I did that? So it's like, that's kind of what worry is. Or it can be... Did I say the wrong thing right. in front of somebody? Did I... It's, what it's, did they think of me when I said that? What did they think? Of that, what I said, did they think I was stupid? Did they think I was great? Um, but it's always this thinking, thinking, thinking. It's a thinking number. This mm. is our mental line that the six is on. It is. So it's all about the hectic head. Yeah. It's part of the hectic head. It's part of the head. Um, it's part yeah. of the hectic head. <laughs> but they And they take on a lot of responsibility. So they actually have their own responsibility, but they actually can tend to take on everybody else. Like they want to be responsible for everybody else yes, as well. Yes, so they can keep things all in balance and mm. harm, in harmony. Mm-hmm. Um, they, these, this energy. That's self-sacrificing, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, self-sacrifices. Self-sacrifice, they can do that to themselves by, as you said a moment ago, taking on responsibilities, either responsibilities that aren't theirs and should be, left to other people to take them or they literally load themselves up with taking on too many tasks it's almost like it's almost like that controlling you know we talk about that controlling thing but it's in a nice way it's controlling where they need to have everything in place yes and sorted yes and it's to keep things balanced yeah but in i guess in that in that sense it can put them keeps them in balance, then they can end up being out of balance because they put too much burden themselves with a lot of responsibility. Um, They also, they have high expectations of themselves and also they can have them of other people as well. But I think with a six, it's more themselves Mm -hmm. that they have these high expectations of. So this is something that that is natural to them so you have to get to peace with it if if your life path is six then get okay with having these high expectations but also realizing um where what's high enough because sometimes it you never can meet your expectations they're that well, high. you can't like you can't you have to just you have to get good with who you are and yeah. what you can do and and where you are at that particular moment yeah. because we 
we can't just live in the up here level, can we? We're, we're in the head level, in the in mind. In the mind level. It's like um, you just got to get good with who you are, what you can do, what you can cope with. Um, and that's actually hard yeah. for a six because oh, yeah. they want to be able to do everything for everyone and make everybody happy. They don't know how to say no half the time. Right. It's right. always like, yes, 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 I can do that until all of a sudden one day things will crash. And usually that will happen to a six. Yes. You just keep taking on, taking on more things, and then all of a sudden it's like, I have to learn to say no. Yes, and you know what they're doing when they learn to say no? Well, they do that by setting boundaries, but what they're actually doing is they're valuing themselves Mm -hmm. and their self-esteem is lifting up enough to value themselves enough to say, oh, no, I'm not good. I'm not mm. going to do that or I'm not going to take on that responsibility. And that comes over time. Yeah. All the life missions, we grow into the capacity of it. Mm. Um, so some of the awesome things about number six people, or number six life path, if you're listening, life mission, is that justice is a thing. So they're, uh, they're about justice, balance. Mm. So Doing the right thing a lot of times too, I think, for a six is yeah, like they, making sure that, yeah. Well, and they want that for everybody. They do. They want to see everybody's um, if all fair for everybody. Yeah. And hence, I do believe that the number six energy is often found within the uh, literal judges, literal, mm. because they are also clever. Yeah. So this capacity to process information is possible. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think literally in those legal environments, they can be judge, which actually is quite a nice thing because they do see both sides, mm. not, not um, rigid as such. So what else? They're, I guess what they do because... Um, just by nature, by the way that they are, there's a beauty to them, male or female. It's like this this inner natural ex- thing that they exude. So that's a thing. You probably don't want to say anything to that because you're humble, but that's the truth of being a number six energy. They're dutiful. That can be awesome and that can be a burden as well, but uh, we're always trying as a number six to balance everything out. So they like mm. domesticity. They do. Or they can appreciate that as anyway because they love the family uh, environment. Yeah. And I don't say that domesticity means that they're the cleaner no. all the time, but it's no. about keeping things nice yeah. and and having a place where everyone can, can gather come. and be together. Mm-hmm. They are nurturing. They are. Responsible, reliable. We've said those things. Yeah. So they're generous also. They're generous with their love. Mm-hmm. They're generous with their, um, with, with, every, with welcoming people in yeah. to be nurtured. Mm. Is because it's important to them. They, they are very willing and easily can give it, make other people feel the same. So these, the energy of this number six person is they're very dedicated and loyal. Yes. Yes. Mm. So, um, but on the flip side, yeah, there. there's the flip side as well. Mm. So then we've, we said a few of these before, but if we run through, they can be self-sacrificing. Um, and that's in an order to keep everyone else, you know, happy and balanced, but gets themselves out of balance. So self-sacrificing, I guess they can be a little bit vain in a way where, um, it, it can become a focus 
and it's about, bit, it's about perfection it's about and perfection things. and it's mm-hmm. like um living up to this expectation and it's not how they should look it's not anybody else's it's just what's in That's their right. mind yeah. yeah and so they can be very critical yep so hypercritical even usually of themselves. of themselves yeah it is usually of themselves and yes because they're looking out and they're not necessarily critical of everyone else but them mm. yes they can be guilt-ridden, hold a lot of guilt. Lots yeah. of us can do that, but number six definitely takes it on and holds guilt. To an guilt. extreme, yes. <laughs> yeah. So then the other thing with them is they can become the martyr. And a martyr, while it can be a wonderful thing, it can also become a burden mm. because uh, there's this self, self-sacrifice that comes in. Mm. Um, can actually push down their self-worth too. Yes. That, so, well, you know, sometimes the reason that you be a martyr is because your self-worth is is, is down. Down in the So it's how you are either covering it up or, yeah, it's covering mm. it up in, a, in mm. a way so that you're doing all these things for other people so that you can feel worthwhile. Yeah. Um, they possessive. Possessive. How do you associate with that? Like is possessive about... I don't... I'm not quite sure of that because see, I, I don't, don't see that. know that... I really don't see that in a six. I, maybe it's like maybe possessiveness being in the sense that, um, you know, like maybe they, they, they're very good at getting to know people, but it's very – they get quite um, attached okay. to people. Okay. And so that when, um, when a six loses somebody, like a friendship or a um, – or just say there's been a relationship breakup, and it could be like a daughter-in-law or a, anybody. It's actually quite heartbreaking to that six because that they're part of the family. Yeah, if that makes sense. Yes, it does make sense. Yeah, and um, just something that really strikes me about this, and I because I didn't know it then, was my husband was number six. He was a number 246, 24-6. And uh, I do remember that he would always say to me, if you're happy, everyone's happy, like our family. Mm. And I just, I didn't understand the depth of importance Mm. that that family is and therefore the depth of trauma or heartbreak when the family does break down. To a number six, it's extreme. It, it is. It is very extreme. It's actually, yeah, for them, it's actually quite heartbreaking to have this, yeah, this break that happens yeah. in any any way. It's yeah. just, yeah. But again, like I'm just going to throw this out there, and this is for all the numbers tone. Like yeah. we are just touching yeah, on yeah. these numbers. I mean, obviously, there's so much more to us. Yeah. But these are just our um, these are our innate kind of things that. Are usually within us. Yes. So, um, yeah. Life mission six. <laughs> That's you. You're awesome. We love you, and you are love- lovers, not fighters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How did you find that? Let's talk now about two famous number sixes. These ones are coming to my mind because I recently was in the US, particularly in Aspen or Colorado. So Goldie Horn was there. I saw her a few times. She's very gorgeous, beautiful. And maybe if you read the magazines and things, which, you know, 
are probably very exaggerated, but regardless, there's a there's an obvious uh, family dynamic. And maybe we could use her as an indicator of someone who's working in the capacity of their mission. Her energy is special. And just something to note with number six people, they're usually quite elegant, beautiful. There's an, there's an air of elegance around them or about them. Now, the second one I could mention is John Denver. And as we know, he sings about uh, the mountains in Colorado and all of those things. So his life could be seen more as living in the potential, meaning I guess there could have been some uh, intervention to make things a bit better. And so he's notoriously poetic and very emotionally deep. So his reactions or at least the documented ones are a display of times when his world must have felt very out of balance to him. So maybe if I could just say, don't get caught up in what the media says, because there's always something deeper going on for every single person behind their behavior, behind their reaction and behind what they show us. So if you are intrigued to find out what your life mission is and what it means, there are free resources like a quiz and a calculator on my website, tonyreillyinstitute.com. Uh, for now, let's grab, I've grabbed my cards and I'm going to pull the Soul Life Philosophy card so I can get us an intuitive message for the week. Ooh-hoo-hoo. Okay, remember, no matter when you're listening to this show, the energy of this card is likely to resonate at whatever time you listen to it because that's how energy works. Now, the card I pulled from my deck is 14 of fire, says loyalty. It's got a picture of a big male kangaroo on it. So the energy or the message for this week for us is focus, focus, see the bigger picture. Um, And the other thing that's striking me about this card or that the position that this kangaroo is in is just sometimes you have to take the high road or bow down and uh, that is the most powerful thing that you can do. So think about what's going on for you this week if maybe not having to be right or not having to win is imperative. And you know what? When you're loyal, uh, when you're a very loyal person, it doesn't mean that you have to squash other people because they didn't treat your person the way that you believe they should have been treated. So just show your loyalty in a way that is comforting for them rather than making any drama around others. So that's the message for this week. And you can check out the image of the card or get a deck or the app of my Soul Life Philosophy cards on my website, tonyreillyinstitute.com. If you've got questions about this show or about life maps in general or about past lives or them as therapy, anything to do with them, please join my group Soul Life Map Podcast. You can post questions there. I go on there often. I do demonstrations in there and yeah, we can we can get to know each other personally in there. Now coming up, what's next? Ah, I want to mention Holistic Bliss magazine. It's a free online magazine reaching people in Australia and overseas. Uh, you can find this magazine at holisticbliss.com. No, it's not, sorry. It's holisticblissmagazine.com. They publish my articles from time to time, but there's also lots of articles and goodies in there for probably whatever you're interested in the holistic realms. 
Now, next show, we're going to talk about Life Mission 7, known as the teacher, or at least in the life, soul life map, we call it the teacher. It's because they evolve first through experience, first-hand literal experiences, and then they tell everyone what they've discovered. Amazing. I'll really, I'll talk more about that next show. Self-awareness is the ultimate activism. Thanks for listening. Do you know what your life map is? I'm here to help you uncover the mysteries of your mission in this life. Connect with me at TonyRileyInstitute.com, on Instagram at LifeMapPodcast, or visit Facebook and search for my group, Life Map Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast for weekly updates on the latest shows. Join me next time on Life Map. Yeah. Ambassador.